Yep, we're back. <laughs> oh my goodness. If you guys had the visuals to this podcast, you would be crying, <laughs> laughing. Because you know what? He's a real one for coming back on the pod. And under these circumstances, John Amasor is back on the pod with one eye. <laughs> got patchwork on, an, on his eyes looking like a pirate coming on the just us podcast bro. i'm the captain now, and the, I'm the captain now. <laughs> speaking of returning guests as well we got the homie joel belmar back on the pod nice How to be you? here mate i just yeah. want to um, start the conversation off with uh, myself and john we had the conversation this morning about his eye and uh, on my notes here on the pod, I've got a, his description of how, how he was feeling at, at that time. He said that he described his, his experience of a newborn baby coming out and experiencing sun life for the first time. Man, <laughs> guy's got the eye operation, big time moves, man. You know what? I'm thinking maybe with that new vision... You're gonna be able to pick a better winner next World Cup or Euros, bro. <laughs> bro some of my takes, but listen, but you know what? Listen, listen. Yeah, some of those takes were shocking. But bro, I'm looking at it right now. I'm yeah, looking at it right now. The Belgium, okay, the Belgium one, awful, awful. Got a lot of backlash but, for that one. Hold on, yeah. but hold on. But Lukaku wasn't playing. Okay, but did you see him against Croatia? Yeah, I saw him against Croatia. It was awful. But what I'm yeah. saying is they wouldn't have been in that position had he been playing for a... I didn't know they were playing with Bat Shwai. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's what starters. That's what starters, yeah. Secondly, secondly, the Germany one, like, I need to take the L for that because, one, I was I didn't see their full... No, I didn't see their full squad. And I was assuming that certain players were playing. Then I heard they're not number nine. And I was thinking, unless you got David V, unless you got Fabregas, Pedro, and others, that's that's the only team that I can. Does that Spain team is the only team that can get away with not having a number nine? Yeah. So that one was a that was an L. That was an L. And yeah. So Germany, well, you had Germany as your winner. You also said winner. you also said Brazil is your letdown. But, hold on, hold on. Wait, no, no, wait, no, 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 no. We can wait. still go. We'll dive into that. But I'm saying just as of right now, I'm just reminding okay, the people okay, of fine, what it was. Yeah, then yeah. you had Mbappe. As your golden boot, which is looking yeah. promising. Breakout Croatia. star. Bre- Croatia overachievers. I would argue yeah. against that, but we'll talk about that in a little bit. Yeah. And then um Gnabry as your breakout star didn't do much. So a little bit of tough. But then but then again, we got someone with 2020 vision over here. <laughs> Joe <laughs> Belmar. And his takes aren't much better. <laughs> Who's to be oh, fair. What's these? What's these? What's these? No, no, okay. So overachievers, Wales. Oh. <laughs> Breakout yeah. star Musiala, to be fair, he did all right. Dark he did do all right. He, was, he, was he did do okay. He didn't Dark... have the numbers, but you know, the performances were all right. You said Dark Horse was Canada. What? Awful. Yeah, awful. not a to an extent pick. did okay. We discussed no, that fact, didn't we? That's yeah, an we awful did. Take. Yeah, we did okay. But then you got France as your winner, which is still alive and well. You said Portugal as your letdown. Which after the result that just happened doesn't really look like it, and you got Mbappe as your golden boot as well. So, I mean, who's had better taste than me or John? Well, we're at the same place. Would you say, Mike? We're I'd say it's place. it's fairly similar, but I say you, yeah, no, it's pretty similar. Yeah, pretty yeah, bad both of them, aren't they? Yeah. Great not to ama- be back on. Lots not of a- school, <laughs> Not amazing, yeah. really. I'll sign out now. Well, lads, it was good to see you lot. Um, <laughs> on that note, back out. Peace. <laughs> no, you got to stay on, bro. Um, <laughs> I'm going to remind people of my picks because um, they are not fantastic. But actually, I think I did all right because I still got Brazil in the running for winning. Yeah. I said yeah. over. I said my overachievers were the Netherlands. And they're in the quarters, so not too bad. Yeah, but would le- you say that's an overachievement? Yeah, they haven't they haven't been in like the any of the World yeah. Cups or the Euros in the last little bit. They've been in a like dip as a nation, so I would say yeah. it's overachieving. Um, yeah. especially if they beat Argentina, which I'm gonna go into in a little bit. Yeah. I said letdown would be Belgium. Yeah, right. Hit Fair it. play. Hit it. Golden boot, I said Neymar, which obviously maybe if he doesn't have that injury. He's in the running, but he got injured, so it's kind of a bad take. My yeah. breakout star is Guardiol for Croatia, who's been yeah, he's been good, he's been good, amazing. Yeah. And then my dark horse was Serbia, and obviously they fucked it. So, yeah, 
Yeah, that's a better take than that. Neymar was never getting, even if he's playing every game, he's never getting a goal to boot, man. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. But you you think maybe facilitate or assist, he'd, he'd be contributing somehow. But um, obviously, the group stage has been wrapped up. The round of 16 has been wrapped up. If I can get your guys' initial opinions on how the World Cup has played out so far, have you have you thought that it's going to be maybe as good as it's been or as entertaining as it's been? Thoughts on maybe like fans, the hosts, the timings, how much have you been able to actually watch while being at work, blah, blah, blah. And um, John, if you want to start us off, like what's your initial that, thoughts? Of my my, my initial thought, it, it, I think it's been a better World Cup than I anticipated. However, I don't think in terms of, in terms, it's, it's, it's weird. It's a weird one. I feel like th- there's been a lot of upsets, which is great, mm-hmm. which shows um, how competitive um, it is to a certain extent, but I I don't feel and and you know we can go people will go but to, to today to today's Portugal game and and Brazil yesterday where there were some really good goals scored, mm-hmm. um, but I don't and arguably like Netherlands first goal when they beat uh, who did they beat they beat a two one USA who, who, you, yeah the other day we had they scored yeah. two good goals against USA. Um, you know, that might go against what I'm saying, but I don't think the quality of this World Cup in terms of the football, mm-hmm. I don't think it's been great. In terms of its com- competitiveness, yeah, it, I, I think that's there. I just think the quality is not there. I just look at, um, there's very few players that, that ex- when when I used to watch World Cups, yeah, there's like, it's just, it was a plethora of players that sort of um excited you. Like you were excited to see Zidane against, um, Perlo, and you're excited to see um, uh, Thierry Henry up against Lucio or whatever, whoever they were coming up against. It's like in 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 every team, I feel like there were like seven, eight world class players. Do you know what I mean? Like genuinely, and and you could go as far as to like you know, 2010 team, maybe possibly even 2014 teams, like you know, like Germany, like Lahm, Cruz, Schweinsteiger, Ozil, whatever. But I just feel like. I just feel like the the quality is not not there anymore in terms of like the standard of players. So yeah, in terms of you know the games and Argentina being beat and Brazil being beat in a nothing game and 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 stuff like that. Then you know and um, Japan beating Spain, yeah, great. But I've I've not I've not. I want to see a game. Maybe the England France might be that where you see a game where yeah. both teams are going at it. Um. I felt like I felt like the Morocco, even like the Morocco Spain uh, today. Um, Morocco, uh, Morocco were were good, very good defensively, and and sort of stifled Spain. But Spain, were, Spain have been boring in this tournament. Been boring. All been they've been boring. doing is passing, passing, pass, and I and I get it. Um, you know that that's their style of play and whatnot, but it's it's just been like no cut. Yeah, they beat Iran or whoever they played first. Costa Rica, Costa Rica seven nil, seven nil. After that, nothing. But just like it's just been the same same performance each and every time. And I and I just remember saying on one of the groups on WhatsApp that when they just come up against anyone with pace or whatever, you just see how normal they are. I think they had they didn't have a shot on target in the first half. And it seems to be going pretty stale with Enrique, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, but then you know, the thing it's is, the same idea. Yeah, yeah, and then you look at the certain, like the player choice. For me, I know you're a fan of what's the winger called, left winger, Danny Almo. Uh, Danny Almo, I, I like him. Me, I think, I think he's decent, but you know, like you're going into a you're going into a, a major tournament with Danny Almo, Torres, and Asensio. I'm not having Torres. Not I having Asensio. Yeah. Asensio, like four years ago when he was actually playing for Real Madrid, okay, but. I, I'm not rating Asensio now, and then you got people like, and and this is another take that people will probably, but having Gavi and Pedri, yeah, that that they're not the next coming of like Xavi and Iniesta. They're not like let me let me. They're very tidy footballers, yeah. But if that like people like people will look at them and think that they're better than those players are like better than kids like Foden and Saka and stuff like that. And I actually don't think they are, but I just think because they're Spanish. I think Pedri's a baller. I rate Pedri highly. He is is a baller. No, he is a baller. But you tell me what youngster comes out of 
uh, at Barcelona, who's not a baller. Bojan was a baller, but that doesn't mean like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> shout, shout out Boyan <laughs> Kirkic. You also from Montreal, right. bro. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, it's like, yeah, you can be a baller. And, and that's kind of a given when you when you leave Barcelona and you play for Barcelona's academy. But it's like, the, like Gavi's a like, nice, nice, nice footballer or whatever. But I don't see much. I've seen him play a few times, like for Spain. And I've obviously seen him play for Barcelona. And I don't think, I don't think... He's. I don't think he's anything special. I don't think like I didn't see the same when I first saw him back, and and I saw Javi, uh, Gavi. It was it was like night and day. Yeah, true. I think what I guess what you're trying to say is you've and it's maybe us getting older, but like the nostalgia of like the heavyweight battle and the yeah. superstars in the matches. 100%. And you and you think about those old Nike adverts, and you think about the Adidas adverts, and you think about yeah. those select players from certain teams. And when it was head to head, head. (laughs) yeah, yeah, exactly. So I know what you mean because I felt that way as well. And you try and relive those commercials and and those advertisements, and you're like, oh wow, those matchups like a Figo going against an Henri, and all of those ones. And it's not the same because I think, like you said, even with Spain, Enrique's gone very young, and you have a lot of like younger players, and a lot of our superstars that we're kind of thinking of now are either the 37 year olds, 36 year olds. Or the 19, 20 year olds. Ooh. So it's hard to have like that middle ground of like matchups as well. And I think yeah. back then, when we talk about like England and all of that, even within the squad, there wasn't a whole lot of like camaraderie and chemistry because they all yeah. competed against each other. Yeah. And that's what it's it kind of was like. But now, yeah, exactly. And those were real rivalries and you real matchups yeah. and you really wanted yeah. to see them. But now it's all buddy, buddy, social media, everybody's friends. Yeah. Nobody yeah. fucking yeah. hates each other. So they're yeah. all homies. But yeah, I get what you mean. Um, Belmar, what's your thoughts so far on this uh, World Cup? We all sound like a bunch of old bastards here. <laughs> and John, when I John, was young, yeah, more or less, mate. And but John often talks about the past, and when he refers to Arsenal as well. So you know, he, he's he's pretty nostalgic guy when it comes to football. But um, you know, I I do agree to an extent. The the, the pedigree of superstars going up head-to-head is, is, is not there anymore, is it, really? Um, however, I've been pretty amazed by some of the moments in this uh, World Cup. A mm-hmm. um, couple of moments I want to reference Mbappe the other night, the two goals he scored. Yeah. That was incredible. And I just thought, I haven't seen a player light up the World Cup like this in a long time. We've got people yeah. who think he's not world-class. Oh, yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Don't get us started on that. Yeah, <laughs> But that them two finishes against um who was it they won three one against um the round of sixteen the France oh beat. Uh, well that's how much we fucking don't even care about their opponent. They play Poland, bro. Team Sorry, yeah, Poland. Poland. Yeah, them two them two finishes were out of this world. He's hit them with such precision and power. Mm-hmm. Um and I was actually trying to think of like a player that he reminds me of he's like a mixture of R9, he's got a bit of Henri about him. Mm-hmm. Um and you know, to think that England have got them in a in a on Saturday is is, is certainly worrying me a bit. Uh, but that's that's my first uh, take mm-hmm. on on this year's World Cup. Another thing that I've really enjoyed is a certain Mister Richarlison and uh, the Brazilians. <laughs> I think they've been really great, and you know, watching them last night, uh, seeing them score that third goal. I don't know if you've seen it. It was just quite like amazing mm-hmm. to watch. You know, I know it's it's only it's only career, but. They really play well this tournament, and Richarlison's answering to a lot of critics. He's, you know, he's he's around better players now than he was at Everton. Ooh. Yes, he, he he plays under Conte now, but you, you are seeing the player that you know he is and, and what he's capable of on the biggest stage. And you've seen that overhead kick. You know, That's we're not going to sit here and say that you know he's had a bad tournament or he's an average player because he's not. He's doing it on the biggest stage. So I'm just really happy with, with that as well. Um, that goal, the overhead kick, was was amazing. The Japan squad. Uh, quality, yeah. um, never really can't really remember them at too many World Cups, which probably means that they haven't been too good. But they, I was so impressed with the the directness of them, um, the technical ability on the ball, and the way they just took the games of teams. You know, beating the Germany. I think they, did they beat Spain as well? They beat Spain, beat Spain as well. Yeah. They lost to yeah, Costa Rica. They, beat, they lost to Costa Rica, which is yeah. which is a bit crazy. But to see like the you know their style of play and um, I, the fella from Brighton they brought on, uh, I believe. Number nine, he sort of yeah. played off the left yeah. up, up front and he was yeah, just absolutely exactly. rapid and yeah, direct. Exactly. 
I was super, super impressed with them and I just think they were great at the whole tournament. Um, England as well, um, they are devastating uh, on the counter-attack. We won't talk too much about them, but uh, Jude Bellingham, um, we, we, we haven't had much discussion about him, but he is just... He's just uh, the you know the, the nineteen new years old generation, man. nineteen years old, and every single player around him speaks so highly of him. Yeah, um, Matoma was that Brighton player, Matoma. Yeah, uh, Matoma, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know, and, and equally Philly Foden as well. I just think, he, although he's been, he seems to have gone under the radar in games. Some of the play that he's he, he's showing, I really do think it's going to be a class game on um, on Saturday for England. Yeah, yeah um, so I've enjoyed the World Cup, Mike. I, I I haven't I haven't watched too much of it. Um, some games have been in work. Some games just been a little bit busy. Um, yeah. But I didn't I didn't watch the Spain game tonight, which I'm quite glad that I missed. But overall, I've enjoyed it. And you know, we've been people have been critical of Qatar, and you know, and and things things leading up to the tournament and, and during the early stages of the tournament. But like, yeah. I just I do think it it has been quite enjoyable mm-hmm. um, and, and produced moments of magic. Yeah. Yeah, I would say um, the only thing I'm going to say about Japan, they made, uh, you're going to remember it now, but in 2018, they were in the corridors. And remember, they lost that devastating one to um, Belgium. Yeah, so Nasser Chadley scored the winner. Chadley, yeah, the Chadley, Chadley, Chadley yeah, I remember now. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. they actually did kind of well last tournament as well. But yeah, Japan's incredibly, like you said, technically gifted. And, that game was 3-2, um, wasn't it? 4-2, I think. No, 3-1. Th- 3-2 no, or 2-1, something it's like three, that. 3-2, like, because they went to extra time, though. No, it didn't. They got them oh, before. We'll have to have a little check on that. I think it was four. I think two. it was three two, three two. It was definitely no. It, Nasser Chadley scored the winner. Bro, you got it was three two, and he scored yeah. in the ninety fourth minute to win it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. I remember okay. it was a late one. Yeah. Um. So <laughs> obviously sidetracked to pull that up, but uh, yeah, they had a good run. Um, they have done well. They have like schools in Japan where they just focus on like technical ability. Like that's why when you watch them, all of them have like a good left foot, a good right foot. They all know how to like the motions, the technical side of it. They have footballing schools. Yeah, it's all there, Mike. Kids... Yeah, but, yeah. But and like it's incredible. The physicality, though, the physicality is a good one in terms of because like I, Tommy Asu, Tommy Asu, I see him all the time, and I thought to myself like, I, I look at people like Yoshida and like when he's played in a Premier League, you know, prior, because he's been, uh, he was at Southampton for a long time. And mm-hmm. he he was, he was quite a weak, you like, you, you very, yeah, he was, John. He was Japanese. weak, wasn't he? He was a very weak center. But then when I look at Tommy Asu, like now, and then others, uh, other defenders, um, other than Yoshida, they're really like, you know, they're quick, they're strong, defensively sound. Um, you know, uh, Tommy Asu is very competent going forward. Um, and I feel we've lacked that this year as well with you know Ben White being there, but we've been sort of more sound as a back four. But I, I, I was impressed with their also their physicality and they don't stop running. Yeah, they do. Mike, I think Croatia were lucky against Japan. I think Japan should have went through oh, after yeah. watching it work. And the there was a moment in the second half where there was a player, I can't remember who it was, he was running down the wing and he just kept running past people, moved towards the center, smashed it towards goal. Yeah, that would have been one of the goals of the tournament. The keeper tipped it over, and Ooh. I think it was an extra time actually. Um, but Croatia were, were lucky against um Japan, and were awful in the first half, weren't they? Yeah, they weren't good. And you know what? It's I will say it. Um, the team from 2018, like we're just really missing a striker, we're really, really missing a striker, and it that seems like everyone is, <laughs> yeah, like when you Bahrain, think about Germany. You, you th- when you think about what Mandzukic did for Croatia in 2018 and what type of, like, the amount of goals and the amount of pressing and everything he did, we are missing it so much. And the midfield just seems like we're just keeping it and nothing can go further than that. So it is a little bit of struggle to score a goal. But you know what? John said we're an overachiever. I don't think we are. I think getting to the quarterfinal and... We'll now talk about the last eight and all of these matchups. Yeah. And I guess we can start with Croatia, Brazil. Yeah. Me, myself, looking at this tournament and looking at where Croatia are at, I am incredibly happy and proud to be in the in the quarterfinals. If we don't go through, I don't think we're going to get past Brazil. And I'm, I've yeah. said that with my chest, but I'm incredibly happy to be in the final eight. And for a country like ours and for a country like Croatia, the last eight is... A, a great achievement. So that's over your expectation, what you thought at the start of the tournament? No, I wanted us to get to the last eight. That's where I wanted us to get to. But, 
but I think when I say they're overachievers, because because if you look through Croatia's team, especially starting off, they haven't got a number nine. Yeah. Yeah. And they 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 don't have um, you know, Perisic's 35, 34. Yeah. It's a bit Modric, older. 37. Yeah, 37. You know, uh, the Kovacic, I mean he, Kovacic is not how is Kovacic? 31? No, he's younger than that. Younger than that, okay. Yeah. But I just with that team, and obviously Modric being a talisman, obviously him being an <clears throat> getting on a bit. I'm like, he probably got maybe another year in him, maybe possibly, possibly another two. It'd be great if he had another two in him. Mm-hmm. But I just, when I look at that team, and I, you might look at the Brazil team, or you look at <clears throat> you look at the the Portugal team, and blah blah blah. Like, I feel like they're they're littered with with youth and experience, a nice a, a nice mix. Mix, yeah. But I I if I put up like a Croatia against Argentina, Brazil, and all those, like I even. I don't think the, the game against Brazil is a given. I don't think necessarily Brazil will beat uh, Croatia. And when I said that they were overachievers, I expect, I expect Croatia. There's something about Croatia where I just think I knew they weren't going to lose the penalty shootout. And yeah, I, I knew that as well, John. I knew and, that and I as well. I expect to see them in the semi-final. But that's my expectations of them. But I, I, I but I know that my expectations, not everyone's expectations of Croatia. But you know. Even when I thought got Croatia to... was struggled this tournaments with the, yeah, even when they got the, to the, age, final, age of the squad. Yeah, even when they got to the final, I no one was expecting Croatia to get to the final. But back then they had different um, you know, they had different a different squad. You know, you look through that Croatia team now, and I can honestly say hand on heart, I don't know 40% of who them players are. Yeah. Uh, but usually they would have like, you know, top they would be playing for top European clubs that you know, the yeah. whole team. Yeah. You know, as Mike said, with the likes of Mandzukic and yeah. you know. Dario Serna and people Dar- like that. <laughs> Shout out Dario Serna, bro. We Dario. got Uranus <laughs> right now. It's a bit of a mix, but Guardiola's been incredible, man. He looks hard as fuck as well. Bro, he's so calm. Everything he does, like no one's getting past him. No one's dribbling past him. It's been nuts. And just he's like a young Saliba. Yeah, bro. <laughs> probably the same age, bro. He's 20 years old as well, yeah, which yeah, is mad. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so I think. We can talk about that going into Croatia, Brazil. I hope Croatia beat Brazil. Right. Bro, I'd be, a, I'd be fucking dancing. I, I would Brazil. be dancing in every single corner of every single pub. I don't think this Brazil team are like, you know, I, I, you know, I just think they've, they've not, they've not had to, they've not had to be great. They've not come up against any real test. They lost to Cameroon. I know they had a much changed side, but they lost to Cameroon the other day. I don't. I know they beat Korea Republic, you know, and and they scored some really good footballing goals. But I just the way Korea set up against them at times it was three on three, four on four. And I'm thinking to myself, like any team that wants to set up against that Brazil team, where you've got Richarlison on form, you've got Neymar, you've got um Paqueta um and others, like then you're 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 gonna be punished. It's as simple as that. But I I I I don't think that this. I don't think there's anything special about this Brazil side. I just really don't. And maybe it's me being nostalgic. It is, John. That's exactly it, mate. Because you look at the team and you see Rafinha, Richarlison. And I I don't blame you for this. Paqueta, you see, you know, these players that we see every week in the Prem. Well, Rafinha plays with Barcelona, but, you know, and it's not the Rivaldos, Ronaldos. It's not, you know, all these, like, you know, these Brazilian talents that we, we used to see. However, I still think that they could win this competition. They could, of course, they could. Yeah. Alison Allison and goal has been. He was great, by the way. That was so you know, save in the second half. Yeah. He's, he's been great. Marquinhos and Silva is a great pairing. I'm saying it though. Their their weakness is their wing backs. Militao playing right back and Danilo yeah. playing left back. That's their weakest side. That's their weakest part of their eleven. And and, and, and and centrally as well. I think they. I don't think they're great centrally. I know they got Casemiro. They they play Casemiro, Fred, or the other day they played Casemiro, Paqueta. But I'm like, like, if I'm Modric, Modric is Modric is not worried about that midfield. No, bro. And but Brozovic, I do think Casemiro and Brozovic and is going to be well. great. Casemiro and Fred work well together. Yeah, they yeah, do. Yeah, We've it, seen it, that. yeah, it does. But I mean, like, but what I'm saying is, if you're a top midfielder, that's not going to scare you. No, I think they're going to load it in, and, and that, I think. That Bruno Gamera's or Fabinho yeah. is going to get slotted in, and they're going to have to play because obviously going to any team going up against Croatia's three, they got to load up that middle, 
and start yeah, the middle. I think they'll. Play, I think they might play like Fred and Casemiro, but still, like if I'm Modric and Kovacic, I'm thinking great. That sounds yeah. like to me. And you got it, Brozovic. In honesty, though. Road. In honesty, yeah. though, if you're if you're in that Brazilian midfield, you're looking at Modric and Co. And thinking, you know what, we can run this a bit. Yeah. I think. Yeah, yeah. It's it's pace thing. Games, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's yeah. got to be a pace thing. They got to just like outrun them and just go on attack. But yeah, that's an interesting one. Friday, also on Friday, the Dutch versus Argentina. Messi's Argentina. How are you guys what? feeling for this one? Mike, I want to ask you a question. What yeah. do you think of Messi's World Cup so far? Bro, he's like, you watch It's a strange him. one, isn't it? You watch him and he does so much. Like, he creates so much. The ball is on a string. He walks like a motherfucker. He, this guy walks 95% of the game. But when yeah. he's when he actually goes, it's incredible. And I feel for him sometimes. Like, that last game against Australia, my guy put it on a silver platter for Lucindro Martinez like three times. This guy could have had a hat trick in minutes and was just poor. And that, I think, just I is it. like... That was shocking. Bro, that's just like the story, though, of like Messi's Argentina team. He just hasn't had like the players kind of at certain yeah, positions yeah, that, around yeah. him to help him out. And he does obviously so much. He built gets so much attention, rightfully so. But I think in this game against the Dutch that they lose. And I think the I, Dutch I, got yeah. them. I think the Dutch got them. <laughs> what do you reckon, John? It's, it, it's, it's a great matchup. I think is a great matchup. Um, it, it, it for whoever gets fr- whoever gets through that game, I think would stand a really good chance of winning it. Um, really, I, I think yeah, yeah, I, I do think because I, I think because the let's say the Netherlands get through, who do they play? England or France? No, Netherlands yeah. would play the winner of Croatia or Brazil. Croatia Brazil. Oh, oh, I just well look, I want saying that I want I want Netherlands to go out because I need to see I need to see Brazil Argentina the World Cup needs everyone needs Brazil Argentina but the yeah. that would ideally be the final but if it's not going to be the final then let it be the semis no uh, coming so, from coming from a nostalgia point of view you would want Brazil France final no no yeah. no I just want to I would want a South American final that's what I would want to see Neymar up against Messi Messi last World Cup like things like that because you know, a lot of people want to see him win a World Cup. I'm, I'm not really bothered. I'd rather England to win the World Cup. Um, <laughs> but I, I, I think my thing is, is that Messi needs that he, he needs someone to create for him. Like he can make. To be fair, he can score a goal out of nothing, and that's and that's the beauty of of him. But he's he, most games he's on the peripherals because he because he can be. Yeah. But I, the rest of the team are obviously not to his standard even now, um, but I just think that with Messi you always stand a chance. But I, I can see like you know, it looks like Netherlands are a better team, a better squad. But again, I look at the Netherlands team. Yeah, Gakpo's done, been decent. Um, um, obviously Nathan Ake, uh, what's the what's the Dumfries has played well and stuff like that. But you know, if I'm if I'm if I'm Argentina and going up against that, I'm not. I, I wouldn't be worried. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 I fancy Argentina. Me, I think Argentina yeah. will beat them. Really? Yeah. Um, it's because you don't like Louis Van Gaal. No, I don't. I don't. <laughs> not really a big fan of um, the Netherlands, but they have played well. I don't think they've been tested too much either. No, nah. no, they're uh, a very light group. They're a light group, and I watched them play quite poorly against Senegal and just about beat them. Yeah. Um, I think Argentina are just getting going. What I do like about them, I was talking to you, Mike. They got some good wing backs, Argentina. They yeah. got the fella from uh, Sevilla, uh, Castro, I think, and another uh, the other the right back. I can't remember his name now, but they, they really get up and down. Acuna. Uh, ask, your, ask your opinion on this, both of you. What do you think of McAllister keeping Di Maria off the team? Yeah, first, Maria, off, first I, off, he didn't keep Di Maria off the team. Di Maria is injured. Yeah, ah, right. Okay. And, yeah, yeah, and and I I'm happy that McAllister's playing because I remember at the beginning of, of the before the tournament uh, I was with me and you were talking, Joe, and I said like, do you reckon he would get on? Because I, I I like him. I'm a big fan of McAllister. Um, yeah, you're a big fan of Brighton just for fantasy, bro, <laughs> bro, bro. Let's not get into I, it. But McAllister, no, you know Papu Gomez started because Di Maria couldn't play. Yeah, yeah, and I like him. Um, but Ooh. again, I suppose it. When you see players like McAllister and Gomez, who's got quality but is old, 
and then you've got Otamendi there at the back. Otamendi, um, throw yeah, down. You, you, you can see some gaps in that team. Yeah. Um, for me, I don't know why he played Otamendi. I really can't make sense of it. As opposed uh, to what? Martin, I'd go, I, yeah, Martinez. I would have went with Martinez and Romero because I think they're both solid defenders. Oh. As you know, and we, we know that, don't we? We see that like most weeks in the Premier League. Martinez has slotted it really well at United and Romero is a unit, isn't he, for Spurs? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, he typifies your South American defender, you know, yeah. a little bit like Marcus Rojo was back in the day. Reminds me of that a bit. But, but just a lot more composure and a lot more sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, a lot you have that more aggressive, sense. aggressive nature about the game. But I do think Argentina will win. I, I hope they do. I really want to see. It's, it's good. What day is that on, Mike? Is that Friday? That's Friday, 7 o'clock here. Croatia, Brazil, Friday, 3 o'clock here. Oh, Mike, you'll be just finishing work then. Oh, yeah. I got, I'm going to have the beers ready. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you need to. You need to, mate. I'm going to have the, the beers ready. Pardon? Nice. On the 9th, is it? Ninth yeah, yeah, 9th. Yeah, Which right. is, uh, well, before we take like a little break and then come back, we need to talk about this like fixture schedule and how these games got released. Because Haki and myself were talking about this, and this makes no fucking sense. You're telling me that England played on Sunday, right? Mm. England played on Sunday, and France played on Sunday as well, right? Mm. They don't play until Saturday. Mm. But Croatia and Brazil play yesterday (laughs) on a Monday and play on Friday. Yeah. Yeah, that's crazy. Why are these? It's almost like they've got the games confused. Why have they got so much? They've gotten two extra days of rest. And that does make a big difference in the, in these tournaments, doesn't it? The rest. A huge difference. Especially for a 37-year-old Modric. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, bro, think about today. Today's Tuesday. Morocco and Poland, um, not Mar- Morocco and Portugal played today. Oh. They're playing on Saturday, where England and France are playing on Saturday as well. But they've had two more days rest. Yes, it's right. Honestly, mate, I don't have the answers. I haven't got a clue about that. How strange is that, though? Like, the, the whole... Very, very... Con- it doesn't make any sense of why they've gotten so much more extra time. Netherlands. So you know when England win the World Cup, Mike's going to be coming out going, "Yeah, but they had all this extra rest. That's why." <laughs> He's getting. You his see it now, John, ready. can't you? He's getting these excuses ready. Yeah, just like everybody said last year, saying, "Oh yeah, Arsenal's getting fucking wins because they don't have to play midweek." Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, faking the COVID, COVID virus, <laughs> mate. Uh, get the fuck that. out of here. <laughs> okay, when we come back, we're going to talk about that second half of that bracket and if England are going to bring that trophy apparently home stay tuned for that (laughs) we're back (laughs) okay Um, short little intermission Um, let's focus on this other half of the table as I said and then I'm going to ask you one one more question and then we'll wrap it all up so let's start with um, Morocco, Poland. You know, I was going to say I was really upset that Morocco won just for the vibes. If Spain won, just looking at it, and we've talked about this nostalgia sake, the last eight like would have been actually like decent. Like yeah, the heavyweights. Decent. Yeah, like the heavyweights. Like obviously, you'd probably say Croatia, maybe not a heavyweight, but the, heavyweight. yeah, we could say that. I like that, John. Thank you. Um, we can say that, <laughs> and we put that in, and it's like the last eight is like all big teams what, like Spain, countries. England, Brazil, Argentina, Netherlands, um, yeah, Croatia, Brazil. yeah, like, Brazil, yeah, yeah, but like as like... you said, Mike, Morocco, Morocco were a good side, and I actually underestimated them. Remember when I said to you at the, the start of the tournament, what's going on with Canada or Croatia, yeah. whatever it was, and you said, now nah, Morocco were decent. And when I actually watched them, they've actually got some players, haven't they, bro? And they don't concede goals. The only yeah, goal they, that they've conceded this tournament is an own goal, yeah, they're oh. solid, mate, they're solid, and it. To, but having said that, it's a massive upset that Spain have gone out. It's a oh, massive yeah. upset. I, don't know. I, I, oh, I think it's a massive upset because of who Spain are. Yeah. But when I look, when I look at that Spain team, yeah, you're right, John. And, and, and right, when I look at that, when I look at that Spain side and with no striker, and then when I look, oh, you know, if if they are going to bring on a striker, Alvaro Morata. Yeah, he's dumb bro. Shit. He scores goals for Spain, he's, though. He's so weird. It's so weird because when I first saw him, like start off his career when he was at uh, Real Madrid, I really thought he was like a. He just reminded me a bit of a Morientes, but I thought he was a really good player. No, I thought he was a really good player, and then then he went to oh, Juve yeah. and he he did all right at Juve. Then he got his move to Chelsea. When he came to Chelsea, he that did number, a, that, that number nine's cursed at Chelsea. 
Bro, he looked like Jeff Horsfield. <laughs> he looked like Jeff Horsfield. For reference for anyone listening in Canada, um, Jeff Horsfield is a uh, he's a uh, uh, a target man that used to play off front for West Brom and Portsmouth and Sheffield United. One of the biggest number nines you'll see to play for West Bromwich Albion, who would play yeah. forty, like four, could play thirty-eight games a season, get you four goals, and they're all headed. <laughs> and he used to wear um, uh, copper Mondials. That was it. Or, or pure things. <laughs> but, but, but <laughs> I weigh about eighteen stone. Yeah, he scores for Spain, but cannot he can't start for them. That's what you're saying. He's not. He, he, he's he's got a good scoring record for them, but he can't start for them because yeah. they're playing Gavi. Is anyone actually rating Ferran Torres? No, I think no. only Enrique because his wife's <laughs> no, his daughter is banging him. Really? <laughs> yeah, bro. Uh... bro. Bro, Ferran Torres. It, so when he went to City, I was like, okay, what's all hype about? Because I'd never seen him. Saw him play, and I was like, mm, he's all, he's okay. But what surprised me most was that Barcelona that. Barcelona paid more than what City paid. And I watched that guy and I was thinking, how has your stock gone up? Yeah. They, they paid age, like 50 million. Age, age probably. But okay, no, so but, then but, who do you let's yeah. let's not worry about the Spanish team because they're out of the tournament. We don't need to worry about them. <laughs> Fuck them. They're done. Ciao. Um Portugal, Morocco. Do you think we see high flying scoring? Bigger question. Does Ronaldo start in the quarterfinal or no? He doesn't. He doesn't. No, he can't. Not after, no. not after today's win. He can't. And I'm 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 I, like, I love Ronnie, but he he, he can't. He's obviously Can we... done something. He's obviously done something in 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 the interim, which has meant meant that he's been benched. I I'm, I don't necessarily think it was solely a football decision, but yeah, he 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 cannot start. Basically, he's not form. he's not shining himself in a good light, really, is he lately? Like no, no. what was embarrassing was try- in trying to claim Bruno Fernandez's goal in the other game. That was embarrassing. Awful. Yeah, was and then awful. to act up, act like a fool. Don't we don't know what's going on? You know, it's not really clear to people. But um, they were saying on BBC that it, it's it. They they knew some a journalist that was close to the Portuguese national team, and they said oh. it was partly to do with his discipline, partly to do with his form. So it was a mixture of both. Oh, so he's not played, and then the the, the lad who slotted in instead of him bags a hat trick. We've got to give him his name. We got to say the name on the podcast, man. Gonzalo Ramos. 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 Yeah, Gonzalo yeah, yeah, Ramos. Yeah, yeah. Let's let let's say his name. But the what annoying me, what I found quite frustrating is, um, and I know I've spoke about Ronaldo on here before and talked about the way he's acted acted up at Man United, and there's been disagreements by like a few people. But what what was annoying me was why the BBC when Ramos scored, it would pan to Ronaldo. Bro, every yeah. media yeah, outlet every time, like, every, every goal, time, every goal, every yeah, because yeah. they're looking for something. It's, of... He's not playing. It's yeah. not about him, bro. But yeah. it, that's what they're trying to make it because that's going to be they're a story and that's going to be the clicks. Mm. That's going to be the views. Mm. Because they so, want him to mold. They want him to 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 have an issue with it. They they don't want him to celebrate. But every time you're celebrating, what you've got to ask yourself is, does Portugal without Ronaldo beat Morocco, who don't concede goals, as Mike said? I think they've so. Got Pepe, I, they've got Pepe at the back, Portugal, who scored today. But what I, when I was watching it, I'm thinking, I'm, I'm, I'm going to sound like John here. If I'm looking at Pepe, if I'm looking at Pepe and I, I'm going, um, I don't know, Ziyech or someone in, in, oh. going up against them in the quarterfinal of the World Cup, I'm fancying myself. Yeah. I'm not worried about Pepe. Yeah. He's 39. <laughs> Yeah, but he's that's experience, man. That's experience. You look at Thiago Silva, like he's old. Like he yeah, just they, those defenders yeah. just know it's age, it's a thing. Like and going to that, it's like they have that. He's thirty nine. I think he's the oldest. He's he, goal he's scorer. really old, mate, and he's looking Ooh. old as well. Yeah, he's the oldest goal scorer <laughs> in the knockout. He looks like a World Cup. Yeah, he's old, but I think that eleven without Ronaldo can do damage. And you think about the subs that they have. They brought on Rafael Leo. They brought on Leo. They brought on Ruben Neves. Um, who else did they bring on? But they got Cancelo on the bench as well yeah. today. Yeah. Like yeah. their players. If you think about maybe if Jota's not injured and he's there, he could be sliding in and doing that. Like this kid's 21 years old, played 33, 33 minutes of international football before and gets asked to start in a round of 16 and goes and scores a hat trick. Is he, is he left-footed? 
I don't think so because he the way he dinked that finish at the end was his right foot. Oh, and the yeah. way he went for the poke, I think was his. Yeah, that, yeah. My, my eye couldn't take anymore. He plays bad feet. I think Everton, <laughs> yeah, both, yeah, yeah. both feet yeah. were were right footed, eh? With your one eye. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> no. The first one because the, the first strike was just so pure, which made oh, me think, disgusting. Oh, he might be, he might be left. He was left footed, but if you're saying he banged it, yeah, up. it was more like a swinger, John, wasn't it? You reckon? Yeah. Nah, but that's nah. the thing. I looked at it, but listen, should I tell you the the swingers' legs are straight. If they bend their leg, bend their knee, you know, like you like Kazola. He's someone yeah, who's yeah, yeah. pure of both sides. They when they bend their knee for their strike, then then you know, yeah, it's genuine bend, uh, both footed. But he's I I thought that I could see the knee bend, and I didn't think it was a swinger. Yeah, but they... you, you honestly couldn't make it up. You know, with that Ramos coming in and getting a hat trick and Ronaldo being on the bench, you could not make that up. No, what happened to Ronaldo? It worked out, it worked out perfectly. But yeah, great. Okay, so now let's put all our focus into this England France game. And you know what? Before you guys go in, I'm gonna go in. And I'm going to yeah. say what I genuinely think is going to happen in this game. And I think England are going to win. Yeah. I think England are going to give it to them. The only thing that I'm going to say beforehand is that it all comes down to Southgate's decision because last Euros, when you guys went up and had like the bigger game against Germany, he went a bit small dick energy and played more conservative and didn't go on the attacking front. With the players that England have and the attacking players that you guys have and just the flow and every the rhythm, Southgate needs to field an attacking team and have an attacking mindset in this game against France. If you do not, then I think France is going to win. I think that's the only way you win that game. I'm going to say I completely disagree. Are you serious? Yeah, I completely disagree. And I think you're, I think you're referring to the Germany game where Southgate... Reverted to a back five. Yeah. Wait, Why are you going back wait. five? Wait, wait. In that game, we beat Germany. So? so that defensive tactic and that mindset worked. So what I think, what I think Southgate should do, yeah, I know England have got an abundance of sensational talents, but what I think, you have to nullify France first and foremost because, and John, I don't know whether you agree with what I'm saying, Mbappe is the danger, man. It's quite clear and obvious to everyone. Yeah, but you got but Kyle Walker. Also, you got Kyle well, Walker. You, I don't think you can play Walker on his own against Mbappe. I, I know he's as fast, and well, I don't know if he's as fast. Like I, people say, I, he, I think you, I think you can, and and and, and the reason why I say the Kyle Walker's not, he, he was the best right back over the last, like previous ten years. He, you know, he's been a great right back, great servant for his country, great at Tottenham, great at City, but he's not the you know he's not the best right back in England. He, you know he. But if there's ever a player, if 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 someone said to me, who would you want up against Mbappe? Ten times out, ten times out of ten, it'll be Carl Walker, over Reese James, over Trippier, over um, Alexander Arnold, and and there will be times, there will be times when um, Mbappe beats him. I I don't think in a flat out race, Mbappe beats him for pace. I really don't. I, don't, I really don't see it happening. But what I don't want us to go to a back five for to, for for the game on Saturday. I do. I, I think I, I I understand why he would. I understand why he would. But no. I don't. I, yeah. I really don't feel that they need to go to a back five up against a team who are playing who play three up top when and backs playing wide, really wide, and Giroud is um the sort of the focal point. And I do feel that. Our issue is, and I know, obviously, we beat Germany uh, uh, um, um, in the Euros. But my thing is, is that we we always do this, and France or a team like that would never go to a back five against uh, to, to to come up against England's attacking attacking prowess. They would never do it. Exactly. Neither would Spain. Neither would any any top side. Any top side, they 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 wouldn't. Yeah, and I I'm not saying that. Like for example, if he wants to play, I wouldn't be mad if he played. No, I would be. I would be. I wouldn't. I know. I would be. I was gonna it's say a quick turnaround. I, no, I was gonna say if he played Declan Rice, Henderson, and let's say Calvin Phillips, no. that would not surprise me. But that I would go. I, that would. I would not be happy with that because I think Declan Rice, Bellingham, and if he played Henderson, I understand that totally. Like I do get that. But I want to see Saka. I want to see. 
Foden, I, I, I would push the boat out and say I would, I'd like to see Rashford, but then you lose Henderson or someone else. So it's not going to happen. And Kane up top. But he, he cannot... If he goes to a back, if he goes to a back three, where what what's he playing? He's going to play. Let, Maguire, let me tell you what I think, John. What Maguire, Stones, and Walker? Then then I, he plays what Kieran Trippier at right wing back, left wing back. Yeah. He plays Luke Shaw. Then in midfield, you lose you lose you you lose someone in midfield. I mean, you, you take Henderson out. You take Henderson out. Yeah, yeah but, but then you're, yeah, yeah, but but then you're sitting with a back seven like you did. Oh no! Oh, no, no. Let's just listen to what I was what I was going to say before, like. You can't just think of Mbappe. You've got to think of Dembele and Griezmann's coming into form as well. Yeah, you know, got... this, nah, what you do is... Yeah, hold on, I... hold on. So, just, let me just, before you say that, you also have to expect players... Like, sometimes you're going to have to go one-on-one. It's, it's, not the end of the, it's not the end of the world to do your job. No, you've got to double up on him. It's, you have you to double to... up on Mbappe. No, listen, listen, uh, on who? Mbappe. You have to yes, double up on sure. Mbappe. Of course, yes. And Saka will do that, helping out Kyle Walker. I'm not talking about Saka. No, I know, but what I'm saying is, you're talking about Dembele on the other side. Luke Shaw, guess what? You're going to have to defend against Dembele. It might be difficult. It might be challenging. You're a left back. He's a right winger. Do your job. Why, since when does this? Air, this is what pisses pisses me off about like um, football today. Everyone has to double up on everyone. No, some back in the day, you should just you sort you sort him out. Oh, I need another holding midfielder to help me out. No, you do your job as a right wing back and defend. Simple. Well, John, we're not talking about. An average player here. We're talking about the most lethal threat of the World Cup. I'm, I'm not talking about Mbappe. We're, we're, we're in the quarterfinal. Yeah, yeah they have to yeah. double up on Mbappe. Luke Shaw one v one versus Dembele. Oh, Luke Shaw's actually been really good. Luke, He's no, been playing really yeah, well. Luke Shaw's been all right, but Luke Shaw one v one versus Dembele. Luke Shaw's going to go out to Dembele, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. What if Dembele skips past him and who's he? Who's he one on one with? No, Maguire. No, of, no, what I'm saying, of course, no, no, of course. What I'm saying is, if Declan Rice is there, Declan Rice has got to help out. But what I'm saying is. Like France are not thinking. Oh, oh my God, we're coming up against another great player in, in 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 Phil Foden, another great striker in Harry in Harry Kane, maybe the best number nine in the world. And thinking, oh my days, we've got to put this in place. No, they're going to play their football and hope that their football beats Benz, exactly. That's what I was saying. They got to play so, how so they played that, all the we, group stage games, and they got to go that way. We we have a threat. We have threats, not just one. We have we have Bellingham's a threat. We have Saka's a threat. We have Harry Kane is is arguably the biggest threat. I mean, you know, with him back, arguably one of the biggest threats in football. Someone who three chances will get two free goals. But France, are not, I'm, I'm telling you, France are not going to play Saliba, Kudate and, and Varane because of Harry Kane. No, I, but you know, you know, as football fans, you know the way France play. You know what them wingers are like. We've seen it all before. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. England don't have, don't really have carry that. Same threat from wide areas. I know Foden is great and Saka is great, but in terms of dynamic wingers who are, are going to punish you if you're not yeah, in position, tell me when you see You do need to take a degree of caution, I think. Mbappe is the only one. Dembele, I love Dembele. I think he's a really good player, but he doesn't punish teams. He'll punish He doesn't. Maybe he doesn't punish teams. He's 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 not someone who's who's who. You know, gets past someone and picks out a, a, a great part. Ben Dembele is very wasteful at times. You know, Griezmann. I'm, I'm not scared of Griezmann. I don't think English should be scared of Griezmann. And like, you know, I'll probably eat my words and he bangs a hat trick on Saturday. <laughs> but I won't be scared of Griezmann. Giroud, I'd be worried. I'm more worried about Mbappe and Giroud. That's it. Because I know that Giroud will bully Maguire. Would you put Walker okay. in on the the right of a back three and Trippier a full back, no. and then you can no. double? No, 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 completely no. I wouldn't. No. I would no. trip here. Fair enough. Fair enough. If Trippier, if Trippier starts on Saturday, I'm turning off the TV. No, you're not, mate. Yes, I am. Okay, I probably won't, but I would not be happy. <laughs> I probably won't, but I won't be happy. I do not want to see that because what happens with Trippier? We become so pragmatic and so we don't. We, we if Trippier's on that pitch, we will not. Um, it's, it's giving me nightmares already. Bro, take it easy I, on your eye. I don't want you squinting too I do not want to see. I don't, I really don't want to see Trippier. I really don't. I feel like we just need to be brave. We need to go and play Carl Walker up against him. We go, there's no need for us to go to a back, a back five. John, really... Do you honestly think that Henderson gives us, I know we scored against Senegal. Mm, mm. Do you, do you honestly, would you not sacrifice a Jordan Henderson for another defensive player? Bearing in mind, 
he doesn't give you much attack. And I know he scored against Senegal. No, what no, I'm saying no, is no, Bellingham no, and Foden and Saka and Kane can still do the business without Henderson. No, no, no but I, he, I, Henderson I, allows I, him to Bellingham to get yes, forward. Yes, yes. Oh, I, I, I I, I'm not I'm not Henderson's biggest fan, but what I do like Henderson's played in huge games. He's played in big games. I don't trust that Calvin Phillips will come into that team, for example, and and do the biz. I think if we play like a rush, it'd be I'd be, I'd love if we played Saka one side, Grealish in the ten, and Foden the other with Harry Kane up top. I would love that, but I know he's not going to play that, and that's and and, that, and that's a dream. That's a, that's a dream. It's, it's not practical. He's not going to play that. So if there is a team that he's going to play, we're going to have to sacrifice 100%. We're going to have to sacrifice uh, a winger because also the other thing is if we have two in the midfield, we won't control that game. We need to get on the ball. Declan Rice, <laughs> like we, I don't know. He, he, he's, I don't think he's had a great tournament one, but I'm thinking we're seeing, we're seeing the guy's frailties. Like he 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 he's 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 not a deck the Declan Rice that I see for West Ham not is definitely not, is definitely not the Declan Rice we see for England yeah. and like, so, the guy's scared to get on the ball the guy's scared to get on the ball Bellingham's just a dream yeah Henderson will allow Bellingham to get forward and that's the difference I think Bellingham Foden Kane and Saka I guarantee they are the reasons why we win that game. So you think what what you two are saying is we should go toe to toe with them in a heavyweight boxing match and just throw digs and let see if we can defend their digs? Yeah, yeah, because, yeah, because I I I think we've got I actually think we've got better players than them. Apart from Mbak, we I think we've got better players than them. Yeah, I agree, John. We have got lots of threat going forward, and you know, but we, like, you think we're not playing against we're not playing against Kante and Pogba in that's a there. big thing. If you're playing against Kante and Pogba, it's a way different story. But do you know what I mean? We're not playing. We, they've got they the they're back four. They're back four. Who did they play the other day? They were looking shaky at the back. Canude at the back, a right yeah, back. Canude and yeah, Canude and um Varane. Upakan, Varane was, they're, looking, yeah. they're looking shaky. If I'm Harry Kane, I'm just thinking to myself, I I, I don't mind playing up like coming up against Varane. I don't mind coming up against. Yeah, you, you're probably right, John. I think that I think all in all, in summary, I think there'll definitely be goals in it. I think yeah. there'll be lots of goals uh, because we we see France concede against Australia. Yeah. We see Poland absolutely batter France. Yeah, when they when they when they start, but as as I said at the start of the pod, you've seen that quality, and I I think we do need to take some degree of caution. I know you, you know you're disagreeing a little bit. Yeah. Um, but we'll uh, we'll we'll see how that pan, pans out. Hopefully, England get the win, and I'm wrong. Like what I'm saying is, like I don't necessarily think that going free at the back and having Kieran Trippier as our right wing back makes us any more solid. Because at the end of the day, Mbappe will skip past Kieran Trippier all day long. Yeah, you're right. But two's better than one. You know, you you, you, you can do you you say you shouldn't have to double up on players. Well, no, when... no, no, no. I say I, I'm not saying we shouldn't have to double up on players. Someone like Mbappe, you have to double up on. But Dembele is not a player that you have to double up on, from my in my opinion. Like you know, what I'm saying is like, it, it, you know, everyone, everyone, everyone. Like, if you're a decent attacking player, then what? Everyone has to double up on you? No, no. Like yeah, we can. Well, like, but you're, yeah, I'm just probably the difference. Nervous. The difference is with when you double up. A doubling up is what we're saying is setting up, doubling up through tactics. And whether it's your winger coming back and dropping back and helping out or your defensive mid sliding yeah. over, you're doubling up based off of a tactic, not a formation. So if you're setting yourself up to play a back five in order to double up on someone, then you're kind of setting yourself up that way. But if you're setting yourself up in your regular 4-3-3 and you're making sure that Henderson is getting across and yeah. helping out in the double or yeah. the winger is yeah, back. But that that just end, leaves big gaps, Mike. Yeah, but then someone's yeah, got to slide it, in. But that's yeah, all a rotation. It's just pressure, cover, balance everywhere yeah. over the pitch. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you, you can't. You can't. You know, you can't have it all. I'm. I just want. I want England. That I just think that they're good enough. You know, on their day to cause teams problems. Exactly. Like top teams problems, and, and they I, are I, a top I, team. They should be considering themselves a top team. They can't go yeah. into this match with a small dick energy. They gotta yeah, go and I in. Think that if saying I'd that they're England to watch that game to you know to watch that game and England you know go to a, a back five or whatever and and then they just get beat because they you know they they, they they could get beat you know going to a back five as well. Yeah. So I just want us to. I think our best 
bet is to put our, 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 our those attacking players on front foot forward. forward. Exactly. Yeah. And and okay. you know, but yeah, double up on Mbappé. But you know, I don't think Dembele poses the same threat that that Mbappé does. So it's going to be an interesting, um, you know, t- to see what Southgate does because yeah. there's an argument for both, in my opinion. Exactly. But, okay. anyway, my- but to wrap it up, this is the last question I'm going to ask you guys because I thought about this, and obviously, FIFA people have been talking about all these changes, all these proposed changes. What's going to happen in the next World Cup? Expanded teams, group stages, whatever. The whole debate about dancing, disrespectful, blah, 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 blah. But the one thing that I did want to ask you is as we've gone over these round of 16 games and we've seen penalty shootouts twice now, and as we go into these quarterfinals and semifinals and finals, do you think that we should bring back or that FIFA should bring back golden goal extra time? Absolutely not. No, I, I'm no, absolutely not. I'm I'm a fan of getting rid of extra time as well. Straight to pen. Wow. Straight to pen. Some Carabao Cup action from Bell from, from John. Sorry. <laughs> straight to pen. Because you know what the thing is. You know what the thing is with um extra time. Very rarely are games won in extra time. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> That's gonna pull up yeah. a, st- a statistic for that, but yeah, okay. <laughs> it's twelve percent. It's twelve percent. I'm joking. It's very, very few games are won in extra time. Okay. Uh, twelve in, 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 in a tournament where you get three or four days rest for some teams and six days for others, it it really puts you in a in a in a bad physical like you know uh, physical position for you know your your, your next game in three or four days. Um, I f- especially when the tournament's over four weeks, like three four weeks, and and. It's during it's during a season, yeah. You know, like to be playing extra time, it's, it's just a waste of time. It should go ninety minutes, no winner, straight to penalties. But um, doesn't this doesn't this prove why we should have a little bit more of golden goal at a tournament goal, like goal, this goal, one? Golden goal is a heartbreak, man. That's too it's too. It's too <laughs> so it's your too. your heart can't handle golden goals. What you saying? I, I was so, um, golden goal is a killer. I, mean, I remember that that the last time I saw that was um Euro Euro two thousand. And I think France, France had, yeah, France had won 1998 World Cup, yeah, and then they they won the Euro 2000. David Trezeguet against Italy, was it? Italy, Italy, yeah. I think he oh, just smashed it in. Yeah, just and he had like, it, like, like, like Kith on. He took yeah. the shirt off, yeah. And then that's it and done. And I, that is heartbreaking. Yeah, I agree, John. I agree with you, John. I I do like the concept of it, and I think from a neutral, you'd love to see that. But Imagine it's, scoring straight from kickoff. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, and. <laughs> But it, it it is it's a pretty it's a pretty pretty silly rule though, isn't it? Like you know, from from like a fair gamesmanship point of view, yeah. You know, it's you know if it's extra time, you should get thirty yeah. minutes, and the game should be played out in that period. Yeah. But as you say, John, it's interesting you say that no games hardly won an extra time, and I had to kind of think when was the last team that won an extra time? I I, I couldn't really think. Yeah. Um, but I, Mike, vividly, I, I vividly remember Belmar. Remember sitting at. CPT and watching Spain beat Croatia an extra time in the Euros. Oh yeah, that was a lovely sunny day and the beer was flowing and there was lovely <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah. but it was heartbreaking that. But what what score was that, Mike? It was a five three. Five three. They scored two in yeah. extra time. Yeah, it was a good day that. But um, that was probably the, the, the last I could remember. Uh, but golden goal now, um, no, especially at this later stage in the tournaments, it's uh, it just doesn't sit right with us. Yeah, okay. I just wanted to see what you guys. What's your opinion? Do you want it? No, I don't want golden goal. I think golden goal, like you said, if someone scores very early on, you still have a chance to get one back. But I only thought about it in a tournament like this, where all of the points that John brought up—that it's in the middle of the season, that it's tiring, that it's like adding on to games, and that if it's not decided, then what I would possibly say is, if a team scores in the first fifteen minutes. If they have that lead in the first 15 minutes, then that like ends it and it ends after 15. Well, that's a good point. Yeah. So then it's kind of like you have 15 minutes to score a goal. If someone's up one, like by one after the first 15, then it's over. But Ooh. if it's level, then we'll go into the next 15. And then if the shootout, but that's like, this is a very North American, like kind of mindset to have. It's kind yeah, of like, you know, it's 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 awesome. the halfway line. The penalty from the halfway line in that MLS oh, back in the day. The bro, those were fire. <laughs> <laughs> we need to bring those back. Those are vibes, man. That you would see, be hilarious. You see, you see players lobbing the keeper from for a penalty. Oh, my God. Man, hilarious. But yeah, okay. Well, we obviously have the quarterfinals 
as you're listening to this quarterfinals start on Friday, Saturday, and then there's a little bit of rest and we'll probably get an episode in before the semifinals and the finals. So if you got to this point of the episode, thank you for listening. Go check us out on the socials at just offside underscore pod, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, all of that. Go give a like, a follow, share this episode with your peoples. Appreciate you, John, Joel. Thanks for coming back on. Cheers, Mike, mates. Johnny boy, hope the uh, the eye gets better. Like rest up. Twenty twenty vision, twenty twenty three, bro. <laughs> Later, bro. Later.